And we're back, everyone. I've missed you. Have you missed me? I'm sure you did. Today, it is your boy, Clarence P. And though my co-host, CJ, is out living his best life in Hawaii, Waikiki. What? Yes, he's in Hawaii. Mm. He's in Hawaii celebrating a birthday, I believe. But I have none other than the first lady of Pride, Love, and Ego with me co-hosting tonight. Aww. The beautiful, my sister. Yeah. The <laughs> Kendra Joy Gamble, nurse Kendra Joy Gamble, RN of 25 years. Almost 25. Almost 25. Yeah. Almost 25 years. <laughs> we just going to say 25 because it's going um, with me tonight for an exciting episode. Um, I'm gonna let her talk, but I just have to say that we got some exciting things coming up for y'all. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, First Lady and uh, the Hey Girl Harry Diamond J have something special coming y'all yes, way yes. in just about two weeks. So I can't wait for y'all. I mean, y'all are gonna love it, I promise. Buckle up, Buttercups. Buckle up, buckle up, buckle up, buckle up. So, what you got to say for a talk to the people? Oh my gosh, good evening. First of all, um, I'm very honored to be here. Thank you so much Again, for, for inviting like me. The umpteenth time. Like, this is, <laughs> like, this is awesome. You know, I, I love doing this. This is absolutely great. Um, like, dang, yeah. I feel like I hadn't seen you in forever. Like, last time I saw you was when I had the dog sit. I was yes. keeping silk. Yes. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. It's just work. So I work. I get it. You know. Yeah. In the higher education. And so we were dealing with the end of the semester and it yeah. crept up on us. So that was like April 20 something. Mm -hmm. Late April. Mm hmm. <sighs> kids just graduated this past Saturday. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I'm so ready to be. Yeah. I was so happy for it. And then, there. of course, on Sunday, my babies, even though I'm not there, they still my babies. My babies at the yes. house. My Morehouse brothers. Yes. Crossed they, the threshold they, into a they new They earned that crown. They got that crown. So, congratulations. That proverbial to, crown. To the now Morehouse men. Congratulations to, to my brothers. Girl, more house. <laughs> congratulations to all the AUC. Yes, congratulations uh, to all the graduates. Yes. yes, to the beautiful women of Spelman College and to the men and women of Clark Atlanta University. Yes, absolutely. With that being said. But you know, I will always have a special, special, special place in my heart for Morehouse because um, that was my opportunity to kind of live the HBCU experience vicariously through the students while I worked right. there. That was really cool because I always wanted to go to an HBCU, but Mama Ruth wasn't having that. Um, plus, like, Morehouse is where we met, like, and we became fast friends. Um, that was real, real quick now that you look back at it. Yeah, like, um, I posted, I don't know if you saw it on Facebook, but I posted a memory from when you graduated and I was like, oh my gosh, bro, has it really been like this long? Oh and my gosh, that's weird. Like we became fast friends because it was like, oh, you're from Florida too? It's I'm from Florida. It's the connection. And then it was like, you a Leo, I'm a Leo. It was the way we met. It was just like uh, when I was checking in for my vaccines. <laughs> He was looking so lost. He was like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> you know, as a transfer student lost, like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, like, yeah. And then, you know, I thought I had to clap. <laughs> well, thank God, I don't know. I think it was a clap. All oh, those shit. It was nothing. It was nothing. It was. I think you were just so 
nervous that you were having like psychosomatic manifestations like you, you thought something it was, was like UTI or something. I don't know. it, ended it, it was like nothing <laughs> it ended up being nothing <laughs> it ended up being nothing absolutely nothing <laughs> did I psych myself out like and that? it was yes you did and it was like after that it just it just it took was, off from there it was but God has a way of putting people in absolutely it, right was, it was planned it was planned and that's been what 11 years now oh gosh yeah we can old yeah um and then uh, may is in case you don't know may is masturbation month and you know i practice been practicing for this all year every day oh yeah yeah, yeah. absolutely absolutely yeah, this is no this is the that. time that this is the time that we acknowledge it this ain't the only time that you got to do it because you know, i do that shit every night listen after busting good enough to fall asleep um so yeah, definitely um, show yourself some love, you know. Mm-hmm. And when I say show yourself some love, I mean make love to yourself so damn good to the next person. They're gonna have to come with a a game. I mean, I that think valedictorian. Game. Yeah, I mean, and I think that's I think that it is extremely important. Like I know that you and CJ had an episode where you guys talked a bit about a little bit about masturbation. And I was just like, oh, 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 I, I wish I could say something. You know, I really yeah, I do wish I could. Sex guru. I really, truly wish I could call in. <laughs> but um, I believe that, yes, even with, even when it comes to self-love, there's, you know, there's the time and the place for the bam, bam, you know, quickie bam, bam, type thing. Thank you, ma'am. You know, but for me... It's like masturbation is the time for me to really and truly get in touch with myself because one, mm-hmm. your pleasure is yours to own, honor, and explore. And so when you are talking about, you know, re- you know, make love to yourself, yes, absolutely. Set the atmosphere. Um, right. Do something different. Don't right. just go for the okay. Let me put on my let me put on my favorite porn and lay back or grab your toy and yeah 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 oh you know <laughs> make love to yourself. Yeah, it's that's that time. That's yes. what I was trying to convey to him. And I know you listen to CJ, so I don't give a fuck. But uh, <laughs> but I do love you, CJ. I do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, um, because I'm a firm believer that. You need to teach your partner how to make love to you. And the only way it's you can important. do that is if you know, you know how to make like. love. Exactly. exactly. It doesn't matter if you're in a relationship. Continue to masturbate. Solo masturbate is fine. You don't have to, even if you're dating someone. Mutual masturbation. Mutual is masturbation wonderful. is wonderful. Like, y'all don't have to do the, the sticking and licking and sticking and licking all that the fucking time. That can be a part of your foreplay. That can be a part of your afterplay. Exactly. That's what I was trying to convey. You don't, and then, even if they live in the same state yeah. or city as yeah. you. Yeah. Still play that with can, yourself. That can make things more exciting. Exactly. Yeah. Like, oh, babe. Let me tell you something. You. I was thinking about you and yeah. jacking off the other night, and I discovered something that I like. Yes. Absolutely. Boom. It's going to set it up for you. Absolutely. And then they're like, oh, really? Well, we're going to have to try that. You know? Right. That's like, you know what I'm saying? So it's just about, you know, learning yourself and loving yourself. Yeah. It, it's important that you become your best lover first. Yes. Because I can make love to myself. Listen. Woo! Listen. Woo! I put a ring on it. <laughs> <laughs> so 
So how's life catch us up? How's life been for you? What's been new? So something new. Um, I did complete my uh, Yin Yoga certification. What? So I'm certified in Yin Yoga. Yin is a slower, um, more meditative type of yoga that's new in comparison to what we traditionally recognize as the asanas or the postures of yoga because they're eight limbs eight limbs of mm. yoga and what is popular and what we're most familiar with are just seeing the the poses or the postures right that's right, just right. one of the legs of yoga so yin yoga is a it's a more it, it's a newer form um but it's it's slower you hold the postures three to five minutes right. so it's a lot more um it's it's deeper stretching um it's it's meditative you're focused on your breath is definitely an opportunity to go inward and during the flow there is lots of opportunity of stillness and and, and quiet so that you can go within um, a lot of people don't necessarily like that because they don't they don't like they to don't sit still they, exactly Amen. exactly but that is mm. definitely a practice that I feel like is necessary for everyone. Anyone can do it, whether you have experience in yoga or not. Um, so that's that's one thing that's new. Um, I was playing around and I made that grindhouse sandwich that everybody's been seeing on TikTok or Instagram. I mean, I feel like it's been around for so it long. It probably has, but you know how things like like bell bottoms back in style. You know what I'm saying? Like things yeah, just kind of. But something that I have been thinking about is um, making a sandwich that you can enjoy because I understand that you are vegan. And of while course. I am not vegan, I enjoy vegan food because prepared by the right folks, exactly. vegan food is absolutely delicious the and flavorful bone. and so many options. And so while I was enjoying this Grand House sandwich, I was like, I'd like to make a version of this you know that my brother can enjoy right and so i already got it in my mind what i'm gonna do i'm not gonna tell you what i'm gonna put on it it's gonna be a surprise and i'm gonna present it to you and i definitely bring want you to let way. me know bring it my way I definitely because i've been dying to try it like i've seen it on tiktok mm -hmm. instagram all of that shit yeah i've just been dying to try it yeah so yeah so life's been pretty Good interesting shot, interesting to say the least so, <laughs> oh my gosh. it's been interesting for me too it's just uh i lately i've been doing a lot of inward reflection mm -hmm. and, and that is so timely because it is, it is mercury retrograde right and i've been looking at my space and not just my physical space like my yeah. home but yeah, yeah, yeah my space within mm -hmm. and i've been trying to see okay where is their clutter where do I need to move it out, and what it what what's what's my goal? What's gonna what's gonna take me on the the journey to or to that next joy? Level. Yeah. Um, not saying that I'm not happier or I'm yeah. falling back into the the ranks of uh, being experiencing depression. Yeah, right. But I want to experience joy and not many people know that there's a difference between happiness joy and, joy. and happiness mm -hmm. and joy happiness is temporary when you have joy it's 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 something that 
lingers. It comes from the inside. It's inside. It's like no matter what happiness it is that's going on level. around you. Yeah, happiness is circumstantial. Yeah. Um, but with joy, it's like it doesn't matter what it is that's going on around you. It's like there's just there's this light. There is this sense of knowing. There is a a grounded sense of elation mm-hmm. and the sense that you know what not everything's going to be all right everything is all right right you know right and so that just led me to think about like you know other people in just you know mine but other people as well mm-hmm. what is the actual realistic pursuit of happiness that we are seeking like what what does that mean to you Oh, wow. As far as relationships go, love, yeah, everything, yeah, just yeah. life, period. So to so for me, um, like I had to, I mean, I, I had to do the work. I mean, I mean, you've been there, <laughs> you know, you know, I mean, the times that we have, you know, talked and shared and I mean, cried and yes, hollered. Like, you have seen me, you have seen me at some of my lowest moments, um, but I thank God that you have also been there to see me coming up out of the valley. And teaching me some things, you see. You know, um, so what it means to pursue happiness, to cultivate joy, let's say that. Amen. I, cultivate I joy. like that. Cultivate it. Um, Dig deep in the roots. Absolutely. The roots. Because when you, think about, when you think about cultivating what, you got to turn the soil. Right. You know, you have to turn the soil, you have to aerate it. So that so the air and, and, and all of those things, you can stir up those nutrients so that the water can get down through, you know, those hardened places, you know, break up, you know, break up that, that, that hardened ground. And oftentimes it's the hardness of our hearts because of what has happened to us. I and say. we tend to hold on to that. Yes. And we don't all the time know exactly how to move past it. And even when we think we move past it, you really haven't. You're just coping. My therapist said something to me. Shout out to Adrian Williams. She is the bomb. Life Epiphany LLC. Check her out. Um, <laughs> she said something to me in one of our um, early sessions of therapy when I first started uh, seeing her. And she's just, you know, she was listening to me talk. She'd asked me a question. I don't remember exactly what the question was, but, you know, it's just kind of going, you know, down my list. And she goes... Well, Kendra, mm-hmm. it sounds like you're coping well, but how are you healing? Listen, I had to sit back and I told her, I said, uh-huh. okay, so I need you to pause right there because I really need to sit with this because you just snatched my edges from left to right and gave me no neosporin. <laughs> <laughs> you know? And so the pursuit for me started with me just unpacking my shit. Mm-hmm. And really taking a look at, okay, this is bothering me. And why is it bothering me? Why am I still holding on to this? You know, just really just unpacking, again, cultivating it. And then once I unpacked all of that stuff, what did I learn from it? How is this moving me forward in a positive way? Or how is it holding me back? Right. Um. I began to tap into things that I enjoy. 
that I put on the back burner because I was experiencing depression and sadness and just carrying around, I realized the weight of other people's problems, people's problems that were not mine to carry in the first place. That's another issue that we have. <laughs> and Listen, letting yeah. those things, you know, I, I got rid of those things so that I can put at the forefront me. Right. I had to put me at the forefront. Absolutely. Um, learn how to set healthy boundaries. And that includes healthy boundaries when it comes to family and friends. Because sometimes, because of that familiarity that you have with them, they feel like they can overstep them bounds. What? You got a boundary against me? Your favorite auntie? What? <laughs> you know? Yeah, nigga. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, nigga. Yeah. And, and not everyone is going to be pleased with your boundaries. But when we're talking about the pursuit of happiness and cultivating your joy. Right. Hey, how they feel about it is not your business. What is your business is you doing what's best for you Absolutely. and cultivating and cultivating your joy. Um, so that's and, and it's a continuing journey. It doesn't stop. It doesn't stop. It's, 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 you know, I continue to learn different things that that bring me joy. And that's what keeps life exciting. Yeah, it's all about keeping keeping up the momentum and keeping keeping on that journey. Like life is a journey, mm -hmm. and it's like even when you're experiencing new love, like go out there date date. If you're on this pursuit of joy, cultivating joy. Yeah, especially if you're talking about um, you know partnering with someone. Right. Make sure you it's get your rare occasions when they may come to your doorstep. <laughs> Hold. <laughs> Yeah. It's rare occasions where they might come to your doorstep, but you got to get, but you got to get out there. You got to get out there and, and enjoy the journey. Don't say, oh, well, one thing don't work out with one person mm -hmm. that, that your whole world crumble. Yeah. Go pick up. Come on. And don't it's put like somebody your eggs <laughs> Come in on, one fucking basket. basket. Exactly. Get out there, date, enjoy, have a good time. Like, it's money to be me out here. <laughs> And not just that, there's life to be lived. Hello, um, that's what I'm saying. There's like, there's a verse, there's a verse in um in the Bible, one of the wisdom texts of old. I can't remember, I think it's like in either first or second Timothy, but and I'm paraphrasing, there's a verse that says, you know, God created all things for us to enjoy. He created all things for us to enjoy. God created all things for us to enjoy. The key is to not allow things to run you. That's deep. That's deep. The, the key is to not allow things to run you. Don't get me wrong. I have, and, and we Leos, so we get it. We love extravagance. Oh, yes. We love nice things. Do we? We have a great appreciation for Speak them. Speak on it. However, comma, I'm not about to fall out on the floor talking about my life is over if I never own a Bentley coupe, I'm okay. I'm all right. I'm, I'm okay. Because whenever I go out, and you know, sis can be the face, mm -hmm. I step up out that 2013 Nissan Rogue like I am stepping out of a Bentley. Now, there's a day shit. You don't live in it. 
And guess what? You got to put gas. You got to put gas in it. It need oil changes, tires, brakes, all the same maintenance that a, a Toyota, a Nissan or anything. And anyway, these super wealthy folks, they really not driving. Like, Bill Gates don't drive no doggone Bentley. <laughs> Shoot, he probably got a chauffeur. But, you know, or you have some that... Right. Like what's his what's what's the actor? Leonardo DiCaprio. He drive a Prius. I didn't know that. He does. <laughs> and Go folks are knocking themselves out to have got money. those things. And a lot of people especially the black community. Especially like in like people really look to Instagram. And other outlets and social media, and they're looking at these snapshots of people's lives, you know. Absolutely. And the thing about it is, you don't know, you don't know where they came from and what their journey was. You just look at that snapshot and what their journey was to get to this, this place, this wealthy place. And when I say wealthy place, not just monetarily, but a wealthy place of joy, a wealthy place of peace. They have a wealth of joy. They have a wealth of peace. Those types of things. So you don't you don't know the you know the the stony road that they had to try to get here, hmm. or you don't know <laughs> how much of a headache it is trying to get the money together to be able to keep up with the Joneses and take all of these trips to kind of keep up this image. Absolutely. It, it, like where really this is this is just the image that they put out there, but they really don't live that way. And so you just you just don't know. You just don't know. And people look at that and they fawn over it and they oh and then they look around at their place and they kick in the couch and oh look at this matchbox that I live in. Oh my gosh. You know, they're they're they become greatly dissatisfied because they're so busy looking at how other people are living and comparison is the biggest thief of joy. Hello. Yes. We're gonna touch on it a little later on, but <laughs> you know. It's the truth. And so our pursuits are unique because each and every one of us is unique. Like we make, you know, we may not like the same things. What makes you tick may not make you tick, you know? So that's definitely one thing when it comes to this pursuit of this pursuit of happiness and cultivating joy. Everybody's journey is going to look different. It is. It is. I think that's just life. Yeah. Like we have to stop, you know, looking at, dare I say, other people as the blueprint for us. Exactly. When we are individually and wonderfully made. Yeah. Like, my journey, though we have similarities, yeah. is different from yeah. each other. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. And that's the beautiful part about us. Yeah. That's what brings people together because you can see another aspect. Absolutely. Life. The different perspective of things. Exactly. You just see another, like, it's just, it's just a beautiful thing to get out there and just, that's why I didn't want to when I when I left Tampa mm. after high school. Mm. My wing I always felt like my wings were too too big, massive for too oh massive my gosh. for <laughs> Tampa. That's why you my brother. That's why you I'm my just brother. Like it's just I thought I the same way about that way. like it was just like I felt the same way about Duval. I'm telling you, it's just like I I, I can't I can't stay here. I can't stay here. <laughs> I can't stay here. <laughs> I can't stay here. <laughs> This is not, it's not for me. Yeah. Though you can This is try, good for you. It's good for you. And I'm not knocking, knocking it. it. But on my blueprint. Come on. It ain't, it ain't good for me. 
I'm not going to find love here. My love is elsewhere. Y'all, side note. When I tell you that Clarence and I often, like, when we're talking, he can be saying something, and I'm like, oh, my God, get out of my head. Or I say something, and he's like, oh, my God, get out of my head. When I tell you that is just how synced we are, and we will have these church-like moments. <laughs> Because he is saying everything that I was thinking when I was on that journey of initially, you know, leaving my hometown. But yes, proceed. It was just like, I wanted more, but it's okay for you. It's not okay for me. Yeah. And some people are like, I don't understand why you just can't go to a community college here and then go. No. Oh. <laughs> I don't understand why you don't you understand. <laughs> no. Exactly. Like, I don't understand. Like, I don't get that. Right. And so often our love tries to, our love for someone, mm -hmm. and I've been guilty of it, and it tries to box other people in. Yeah. And I'm talking about family members and even, mm -hmm. even people you might be dating. Mm -hmm. I, my love for you can't box you in. Like yeah. Kendra woke up tomorrow and said, hey, I just got a job out in L.A. that's paying me a mm -hmm. million dollars. I would be selfish to sit here and say, sis, I don't want you to go. I miss you too much. What you going to take that job for? Huh? What you going to take the job? Is this that? You got to worry about this? That's Earthquakes. Crazy. Wow. Crazy. <laughs> She's on pursuit of something different yeah. from what I have for my life. Yeah. Yes, I'll miss her, but it's time for her to go after what she want. And so... But being the Leo that you are, you'd be like, shit, I get to come to L.A. I have a place to you stay. You already know that. That's, you know what I'm saying? We're going to eat good. We're going to have fun. <laughs> I'll be out there every other month. <laughs> so, you know what I'm saying? So, it's just like... We have to stop boxing people in on, on their journey. Yeah. We have to, no matter how much we love them. Yeah. Like, I felt, like, I felt that way when I was back home, they tried their damnedest to get me to never come to Atlanta mm. because they didn't want, they couldn't see what I saw for myself mm -hmm. and what I wanted for myself. Or, dare I say, they did see it and feared you'd never come back. <laughs> because, <laughs> listen, I did because... I was right about that one. <laughs> and, and then something else, too. Um, sometimes I'm not saying all the time and mm -hmm. I ain't saying everybody, um, there's a part of them that wishes they had your courage. You know, I've always felt this to so step away, wow, to so step funny. out, to color outside the lines and not take the path. Exactly. The path you chose to take the path of, you know, they chose no. to take the path of least resistance. Right. And, and fit into a box and color in the lines, mm -hmm. you know, whereas it's just like, even as a kid, I knew I didn't want to stay yeah. in Jacksonville the rest of my life. I mean, I enjoy being able to, well, not now because of the pandemic, but I enjoyed being able to go home and, you know, spend some time with my mom, see my nieces, you know, see, you know, Absolutely. my sisters, that yeah. sort of thing. But it was like, after a couple of days... Somebody point me to the airport or point me in the direction of 75 North. I'm trying to tell you. I go home <laughs> next week and I have strategically planned what day I'm getting there. I'm not telling them when I'm getting there. It's so that they don't have this list of shit for you to do exactly. when you I'm get there. Exactly. I'm popping up. Because my niece is graduating from high school. Shout out to Delani, Yamil Wilson, Bandora. 
My girl do it. She got into Clark Atlanta too. So yes, she'll be up here soon. Yes. But I, I can't. Yeah. I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't. I, can't. I gotta. I gotta plan my days out. And so it's just like. I, yeah. It's too much. It's yeah. too much. Too I much. Still don't too much. I still don't understand why you stay down there for like two weeks at Christmas time, but okay. <laughs> you, I, it'd be killing me because I'd be. Woo. Ah, woo. And when I get back, I look totally different. And it's like, dude, you got to go back to work. Right? You, you need a vacation for the vacation. <laughs> and nobody understands. It's only like you and maybe Dante, Dante. understands. Uh-huh. What I go through, and they be like, okay. Y'all, I promise you, they be like, you all right? You need to decompress. <laughs> I get from you when you feel like being heard Something <laughs> about them. Love them. Yeah. To death. We pieces. love them. We love our family. Have a karma. God gave them me. We are. But sometimes I got to look at God and be like, you know, God. <laughs> I don't know quite what the lesson that you are trying to teach me is. I don't know this assignment. I'm, I'm thirty. I'm thirty-two, and I don't know like, what the lesson that you're trying to teach I mean, me is. It's like for the most part, I understand the assignment, but this time I don't understand the assignment. What what it, uh, Richie Fontaine said? These weapons formed against me, they prospered just a little bit. Just a little bit. They prospered. Just a little bit. They prospering, God. Just a little bit. <laughs> I need you you sending your stuff. stronger soldier. I, I I'm strong. a little weak. I, I'm I ain't weak. Strong. I ain't strong. Stop sending me. Don't send me on no more battles. <laughs> send me back to the camp. <laughs> you know what? I love that. <laughs> I mean, because them niggas down there, they prospering just a little bit. Just a little bit. <laughs> and I, they teeter-totter like, hey, y'all ever been around people that make you feel like you're insane. Like you really that's when I started doing some real deep work. Like yeah. is, oh, it, is it me? Am, am I, I the problem? <laughs> is it me? I know it's not me. Is it me? They crazy. It ain't me. I, I just you been sitting there like Right. I know it ain't me. I know it ain't me. <laughs> I, you, I look in a mirror. With damn the tears in my eyes, like, and just observing. Just let me, just let me, let me let connect. Me look. Let me connect with myself here. Every, and this is every day, yeah. every day yeah. after the shit show of the days. Yeah, I have to look in the mirror down there and be like, I'll be in my sister bathroom. Like, <laughs> so this happened. <laughs> Was it me? Was it me? Did I do something? And I look back at my actions. Well, that's justified. But then that's just but that's smart. Yeah, that's yeah. not me. To have you second guessing yourself. And I it's just constant. Yeah. And it's like, okay, they'll change. They're never going to change. And the thing about it is is you have to learn to meet them where they are. Just not only meet them where they are, um, but extend grace to them for not being able to necessarily see or understand your perspective, you know, because there was a I'm process that, that you went through. <laughs> I'm working on that. <laughs> there was a process that you went through to get yeah, to right. your place of mm-hmm. your place of freedom Absolutely. and self acknowledgement. It's gonna take them. A, it's gonna take them a minute to to get here, and by the time they get here, you're gonna be over there. Because so you're constantly evolving all the way, all the time. Yeah, you're constantly evolving. That's 
and that's the something part that can be disappointing to them is they don't want to accept you evolving. They're going to always look at you and you're going to be the baby brother. You're going to be the youngest of the, of the kids. Mm -hmm. You're always going to be the one that was always by grandma and granddaddy's side, you know, going here, going there, and, doing all the things. And I think about it that I left when I was a young man, not yet grown. Still coming into yourself. Still coming into myself. So when I come back, each time I come back, I've grown almost like 10 times more. Mm -hmm. And I think it's it's like a a culture shock for them because yeah. I have... And it's... It, it's I don't want to say it's sad, but... And this may sound so vain for me to say. I feel bad for them in a way. Because or they instead of that, there's a sense of compassion that you have. I have a sense of compassion because... They didn't get to see that growth. Yep. If I had stayed in Tampa... Would you have grown? Would I have grown? But the fact, I think, ups, not upsets them, but jars them a little bit, mm -hmm. is that I've grown. Yeah. And they don't know where the growth come, came from because it yeah. didn't come from them. Yeah. And they're they, trying to figure out where they fit. In. Where they fit into who I am yeah. now. Yeah. And it is a battle for them mm -hmm. because they know it's not a bad thing but i'm it's like meeting a new person yeah all over again this yeah. person that they thought that's why they think they have crazy. brought up raised because because i get the same thing right it's my family like, think i'm crazy and and where it comes from is they can't control me no more they can you can't because control they me. look i'm the youngest, right. i'm the youngest of nine who lord right <laughs> that alone um and so I was always underneath someone else's directive. Right. You know, Kendra, go do this. Kendra, go do that. Mm -hmm. And now that I am an adult and I have my own mind, I found my voice and I use it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I believe in giving an anointed no. They don't know how to handle that. Because exactly. they're, used to, they're used to they're used to five year old, seven year old, twelve year old, thirteen year old, or what however year the old yes Kendra that just did what they said. Forget your opinion or how or mm -hmm. how you want to navigate this. No, this is what you need to do. You know? And while they may feel like that advice works for them, that walk works for them. That does not work. That does not work for me. And I tell you something that was so incredibly, it was so incredibly freeing to find my voice and use it and stand on my beliefs to be able to hold firm those boundaries mm -hmm. and how they feel about it, how they deal with it. Not my business. Cause I'm, I'm, I'm busy. I'm busy living and learning over here. So while y'all sitting around the fire crying over that little thing, <laughs> I'm over I'm here. Elevating. I'm over here. And I see that. And I see the difference. I see the difference in myself when I, whenever I do go back home to visit and even in having conversations, our perspectives about the world are totally different. Because there's such a stiff, staunch, myopic view. Under that Bible belt. That exactly. 
That southern black body. And it's up. just like oh it my makes you gosh. want to rip your like, skin off. And, and, and you know, no you know, no no tear or, or shade to anyone who um watches or endorses the um uh, Real Housewives franchise. I do not watch it anymore. I used to watch it. I, I used to watch it when I it first I used to watch it when it first, you know, when it first yeah. came out, you know, the uh, Housewives of Atlanta. And I think I stopped, I stopped at season two. Okay. So that, just to show you how long it's been, it's been since I have watched it. And it was during that time that I was beginning, you know, my journey, I was beginning my journey of healing and I just couldn't. It was just the same show with that, that to me, in my opinion. I can only speak for myself that elevated bad behavior. Mm -hmm. And especially because I can't speak for nobody else. I'm going to take care of home first. As black women, how hard we fight every day. And the ways that we are, are seen. And I just felt like, uh-uh, I can't do it. And and emotionally, energetically, I was always drained after I watched a show. And it was just the same stuff repurposed, just in a different city. You got all these women, okay, they, they kick off in the first episode, okay, these two don't like each other, these gonna, you know, come together, and it's all these fights and arguments, and then somebody either has a party, and they invite everybody knowing this one don't like that one, and they throw in drinks and plates, and and, and throwing the cat and the dog at each other and pulling weave and all this other stuff. And then they go halfway around the world and they, they fighting in some other country, acting a fool, throwing wine bottles and all this other stuff. And, and it just bounced from different cities. Okay, it ain't Atlanta. Now it's Miami. It ain't that. No, it's the Potomac. No, it's in Beverly Hills, Orange County, wherever the fuck they are. And I just, you know, I just, I just couldn't get into that. But I have family members that watch it religiously and even when they were coming up here to visit pre-pandemic i would let them know i don't want that spirit in my house set your dvr <laughs> set your dvr because we're not watching it now mama ruth had other plans and she watched it anyway but best believe i opened up windows i burnt sage i smudged the place and they were looking at me like i was crazy i said that's negative energy and I don't, for the journey that I'm on, I don't want that around me. Mm -hmm. I don't need that around me. Mm -hmm. But let's, t but then we'll, something will come up. We can be talking about Black Lives Matter or something like that, you know? Right. And they can be very limited <laughs> in their perspectives and points oh, of view around God, it. Yes. And then my company, and it gets so frustrating and, and, and I'm working on it. Y'all pray for me. I will turn around and fire back. If you would pick up a book and read instead of watching the house helpers, then you would have a broader and more educated point of view about what's going on in the world. Because what you're spitting out, you're just regurg you're just regurgitating the negative stuff right. from, you know, um, you know, um, uh, news outlets that are not reputable or something that you heard somebody say. As opposed to actually getting out there, talking to people. Talk to somebody that's um, a part of the LGBTQ community. 
instead of just continuing to perpetuate lies and stereotypes right. and negative things that's, that, that, that said towards the LGBTQ community. Talk to somebody who English is not their first language. Learn their culture just because they're not saying in Jesus' name, but they honor Ramadan and they read the Quran. Talk to them. Talking to them does not diminish you as a Christian or a Buddhist or, or you know, however right, you believe. Right. Leave your state. Ain't nobody telling you to move, ain't going but nowhere. visit, visit somewhere Them else. Ain't going see no how other people, you know, way. see how yes. other people live. That sort right. of thing, right? You know, um, and so <laughs> there is a by stepping out, there is a joy that I have that I know I would not have had had I remained yeah, in exactly. Duval County. I know like, that I would not have had. I I I, I realized that I, I reached my ceiling as far as my career was concerned mm -hmm. back home. And when it came to a social life, there were very, very, very few things for professional black people to do. Right. They have some stuff going on there now, but it, there's still that sense of exclusivity. Me, my four, and no more. You know? Um it's still very obvious when you're on the black side of town. The white side of town. The side of town where the retired military and, the, and you know, other folks, because we, you know, we're in Jacksonville's a Navy town, mm -hmm. you know, and they got the naval bases. You know, the folks who are still active military, you know, you got that area. So you got, you got that right, mix. Right, right. You know, you kind of got that mix. But there is still such a block, not just socially, but meant like to just talk to some people. It's like, are you still stuck in 1950? Like, really? That's how I feel when I talk. To There's them in so Tampa. much so going ignorant. on out there in the world, and you still is okay. It's ignorant. It's just, <laughs> no, it's just, it's just yeah. It's that's how I feel about Tampa. They're just ignorant. You sit there and talk to people. They're just like having a conversation. Just like you're ignorant, yeah. and not in the. It's, oh, the lack of, it's, it's the lack, a lack of, of knowledge. knowledge. Yeah, in the sense of a lack of lack of knowledge, not necessarily like, speaking against their character. Right, and it was just like, just, yeah. I, I don't get it. You're just ignorant. Yeah. And so it's just like... And some are blissfully ignorant. Like, they don't even want... They don't even want the correction. Exactly. So they're going like, to continue to hold wanna, on to and believe what they and believe and think what they think. And it's like, yeah, then they're just like, well, you don't want us to meet your friends. And I, I really... Honestly... And I can, this is my platform. I can freely say what I want to mm -hmm. say. And I can't, you know, if it hurts your feelings, it hurts your feelings. But honestly, I don't because y'all are ignorant. And I love and appreciate that you're my family. Mm -hmm. But y'all say some ignorant. Hurtful things. Hurtful things. And it, and it borderlines between ignorant of not knowing and ignorant as in personality then it borderlines I'm just on disrespectful. To, yeah, yeah. You're disrespectful. It's You're ignorant. Yeah. Now I made you disrespectful. Yeah. And so it's just like I said all that to say like 
on my pursuit for my life, mm-hmm. I had to get away from there. Yeah. And I'm so glad that I did. Yeah. And, and it just opened up something else for you. And it did. It did. It did. It's just like, because they're still going into my next and our, our, our final point. Like, it's just like, they still are the types that sit there and ask you questions like, uh, so you ain't met nobody you trying to marry it or are you trying to... Ooh. Yeah, that, that's a, that's definitely a segue into... <laughs> Whose timeline are you on? Oh, my gosh. Is it yours? Oh, my gosh. Well, you know, we ain't got much long for such and such to be here. And then they move on to the ancestral territory. I'll and, 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 move on. <laughs> and when it happens, it happens. Like... <laughs> the upper room. The upper room. <laughs> When Jesus, <laughs> like I mean, societal timelines is a huge thing for me. Oh my gosh, it's like and I the absolute worst, and it's just like yeah, it's 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 really a part of that. You know, on that pursuit of happiness. Oh my god. You have to break away from societal timelines. Oh my gosh, it's yeah. not gonna happen. It happened. Shit happens when it's supposed to happen for Absolutely. you. Absolutely. And that's love, marriage, children, yeah. whatever you, you desire to, in life. And you got to trust that trust the journey. The best is going to work out for you. Right. For and you. I struggle with that. I do struggle. Sometimes yeah. people say it's oh, sure, easier sure. said than done. Yeah. Yeah. But nothing worth having is comes easy. Mm-hmm. And be wary of the things that do. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um but no, this just like the societal times, like from social media. You touched mm-hmm. on social media earlier, mm-hmm. but it's like the societal timelines of social media kills me. Yeah, yeah. There are people like, oh, well, I got my house or my my uh, Mercedes Benz at twenty three. Nice for you. Yeah, I'm so happy for you. I finished in exactly four years and went directly into grad school. What and my that journey, is so. wonderful. That's not everybody's journey. journey. We have to we have to learn to break away from other people's Absolutely, journey and forge yes. our own. Oh. Because there you go. My roadmap looked different from your roadmap. Again, here we are the blueprints. You know, blueprint is different. Um, today, um, when I got to work. I learned that one of my nursing colleagues passed away. She made her transition last night oh. after a two-year battle with breast ca- breast cancer. Is this one you went to school with? Or? No, we didn't go to school together, but we did uh, start um, at this health system together, and we were mm-hmm. in orientation together. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it 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 was pretty hard, you know. Um, not yet forty. Uh, she reached out to me. It was last month, and she sent me a text. Because from time to time, I would, you know, just send her a text. Hey, thinking of you, sending you love and light. Um, because, you know, when people are going through mm-hmm. their treatments, and th- it really wears you out. And I didn't mm-hmm. want to, you know, like be somebody that's like bombarding and all this other stuff. And plus with the pandemic, you know, you don't want to, you know, roll up on folks. So I would right. send her a text from time to time just, you know, hey, thinking about you, praying for you, that sort right, of thing. Right, right. And she sent me a text message last month and was like, hey, um... You know, God willing, I'll be uh, 40, you know, in June and I'm having a very, you know, small get together and I would love to see you. I would love for you to be there. I understand that June can be a busy month, but, you know, if you if you can't make it, I totally understand. 
Um, and I was like, yeah, absolutely. You know, <laughs> looking, you know, you know there, looking yeah. forward to, you know, being there. And she was like, oh, you know, I'm loving your Paris pictures, <laughs> you know, that sort of thing. And she's like, I was planning, on, you know, you inspired me. I was planning on going to Paris, you know, that sort of thing. And I said, well, you know, you brush up on your French, you know, just, right. you know, being encouraging. So it was hard to hear about her passing this morning. Mm-hmm. And what came to mind um, was basically like what you're saying, like with these societal timelines and um, people living their lives like it's a to-do list or a checklist. And not just that, but also living under the weight that um, that the patriarchy has set up for women mm. in damn near shaming us for just being who we are, you know, people with, you know, people with, with uteruses mm-hmm. um, and shaming normal biological functions or stages or happenings in our lives, such as perimenopause or menopause, period shaming, you know, you know, um, People with uteruses are shamed for having a, a, a menses, having a menstrual cycle. Um, you know, all of these different things. And many of us have subscribed to them and still hold on to them and view ourselves through that very negative lens. Um, an example um, there's like a, a, a group text that I have with uh, some other women. And we live in various, three of us are here in Atlanta, but the others live in various parts. It's about eight or nine of us. And one of them, there was an article that one of them placed in the group. I didn't go and I, I didn't read the article, but someone responded and they were talking about, is it just me or does anybody else, you know, are they dreading menopause and I mean, she was just going on and on about, oh, I'm not looking forward to the hot flashes and just, oh, it just seems so final. And, you know, when a woman is, you know, perimenopausal or menopause, they're ready to put us out to pasture. But men get a certain age, they got Viagra. So they can keep on going even into the sunset, you know, (laughs) but it's like as a person with the uterus, if you reach this particular age and you're not married and you don't have kids, it's over. Like when we talked about that sister who married herself at age four, because she wasn't married yet. She married herself and she took herself on a honeymoon. And it's like, it was like she was treating her life like it was so final. Even different posts that I see, um, even with some of my Morehouse sons, when they turn 30, oh, you know, uh, you're 30. Are you for fucking real? Right. Shit. And and then not only that, um, there's a couple of points that I wanted to um, touch on. So I'm currently listening to a book on Audible called Black Girls Must Die Exhausted. Mm. And it's a novel. Mm-hmm. And the main character, she's 30. And it's like initially, like I'm still like, I'm like in, on chapter four. Cause it's on Audible, and it's like at first I was like, "Is it 
the narrator's voice that's kind of rubbing me the wrong way. But then when I, you know, stopped moving about the kitchen and sat down on the couch listening, I said, oh, it's not her voice. It's the 30-year-old angst of the main character because she just received some news from her doctor about um, her ovaries are working overtime and she don't have many eggs left and 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 she's dating this guy but they haven't discussed marriage or kids and oh my gosh my mom's gonna be so upset because all she's ever talked about is having some grandbabies and you know she's you know listing off the things that she's got a great career and mm -hmm. she's saved up for the down payment on the house and you know all these different things and it's like i'm sitting here listening and i'm saying like oh my gosh baby you putting all of this pressure on yourself. Because I remember when I was 30 and I had that type of angst. I cried on my 30th birthday because I was in my apartment by myself. And I'm just like, I'm 30 and I'm not married yet and I haven't had any babies, you know, that sort of thing. And I'm so glad that I was able to break out of that. Before I started listening to this book, I just completed Viola Davis's memoir, Finding Me, which is amazing. Her many great things. I Please get it on Audible or 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 purchase the hard copy. Um, I listened to it on Audible. She is reading it. I love about you know, I love Viola Davis. She has a very rich and beautiful voice. So hearing her tell her own story was absolutely amazing. But even as she talked about her life there was a different kind of angst that she had because she was in survival mode. Like she came up in dire poverty. And so to see her, I have an even greater respect for her now because to see where she is now, hearing her tell her story, knowing where she came from, it is like, wow. Mm -hmm. And she's in her early 50s. I think she's like now 53 or something like that. Well, she's still a young 50. Yes. 50. And it's like... There is just something about the way her life just blossomed and unfolded in these years of her life. Not busting out the gate at 20, you know, but there was just this unfolding that happened with her in her late 30s, rolling into her 40s, and now in her 50s. And you know, married to a man that she absolutely loves and prayed for. She talked about how she prayed for her husband and spoke specifically, you know, what it is that she wanted. Um, so all of that to say, here it is, my dear colleague, has made her transition. And while it hurts and I will miss her, mm-hmm, I'm glad that she is at peace and no longer in that body that could no longer hold her large spirit and, and is not in, is no longer in pain. She wasn't, she didn't, she wasn't worrying about menopause approaching. She wasn't, <laughs> you know, like, oh my gosh, I gotta look this way or 
no, she was she was fighting for her life. Her focus and her attention was elsewhere. Right. And she was not yet 40. And thinking about that, it was like you sitting here worried about the wrong That's shit. why I'm so passionate about people, especially people with uteruses breaking out from under these societal and patriarchal pressures to look a certain way, to be a certain way, have certain things. And if, you, if you're if a certain age, it's over for you. Come from out of that. I will, the Lord allow, if the Lord allows me to see August the 1st of this year, I will be 49 years wise. And I have a dear girlfriend from high school. Her husband murdered her before she turned 27. She can't, she didn't even get to see her, at least not on this side, because right. our, our souls go on forever. But she was not able to be on this side and watch her son grow up. Right. You know, we just get so focused on the wrong. And I, re I realized that I was there and I focused so much on the wrong things. But through my process of healing, and it is a continuing process, like, I have learned, Kendra, just live. Just live. Just live. And when I said yes to life, Bubba, I promise you, that's when the, that's when the shackles started falling off. That's when the doors started opening. That's when different opportunities started coming my way. Um... And even after I went through, um, you know, that whole thing of being ghosted and really getting deeper into my mm -hmm. personal healing journey. And it was during that time that um, I made the decision to do yoga teacher training. Right. And I did yoga teacher training. Met some great people. Shoot. The owner of the studio is now like one of my super close friends. Right. And being around her has exposed me to other great things. And seeing those great things, it's like, wow, the possibilities are endless. I've been dreaming of going to Paris since I was eight years old. I finally made it to damn Paris last year in September. And I had an absolutely amazing time. In the next month, I'm going to Greece. Mm. <laughs> I'm going to Costa Rica in July. I'm going to Greece. And then we'll both, you know, we'll both be uh, four, uh, 50 next year. Shout out to my girl Shelly, owner of Dancing Dogs Yoga and Dancing Dogs um, Travel. <laughs> um, for her 50th, we're doing yoga retreat in Bali. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then in my own, for my 50th, it's going to be a yoga retreat in Croatia. But get this, this, and I will show you the picture so that I, I know the folks in, in podcast land can't see it, but you'll be my witness. Um, this clown for my 50th has gotten a super yacht. What? So we'll be staying. We'll be staying on a yacht. Well, I'll be there and hopping around. So look. Wow. 
never would have thought it. Right. Had I still been bound by societal timelines and being locked into what set for you. And in the box, exactly the boxes that people um, you put put you in, because I believe it was it was my girl Audre Lord. If I didn't define myself for myself, I'll be crunched into other people's fantasies of me and eaten alive. Yeah. And the older I get, that makes so much sense. And that's all societal timelines are. Listen. You know, and it's like even with young black men, we're we're mm-hmm. we're supposed to. We're supposed to do this, that, there, be There's this, the pressure that, to look a certain way. Even for men, we don't talk about it. We do. Uh, we gonna talk about it later. But even for men, it sure is. Look a certain way. Drive, you know, to live in a, you know, live in a certain place. Um, what fraternity are you in, <laughs> or right, what right. social group? What what are team you, a part you with? Of? What this that and third All those like, types of things. I I want to live. Just let me live. And there is a pressure. So free. There is a pressure. Right. That men, and I'm only speaking, I can only speak for my brothers, that men have to deal with and carry. And hey, there's healing. There's healing for you too. Exactly. Self-care is important for you too. Absolutely. Having, Having a therapist, your mental health is important too. Well, I'm a firm believer in black men and mental health. Listen. Listen, okay? But yeah, no, you know, get all the timelines. Go the way your heart flows. Absolutely. Go Absolutely. When you go the way your heart flows, you will have experienced life mm-hmm. and then can help others to experience yeah. life. Help every, some other body, so help somebody else to see you living. Yeah. And then change their life. Yeah. Just by watching you. Because we don't just do this for ourselves, but it's to learn these lessons so that we can pass it on to those and who are coming along behind us. And free them. Exactly. And free somebody else that's in shackles now. That's another form of generational wealth. There you go. Boom. And with that, I think we're going to leave them with that one. That was some heavy shit tonight. It was good. Some good Heavy shit. And then there's something that I, I, I definitely want to drop with you. Um, so there's something that there's something that we do uh, at the at the studio to really just you know kind of help each other okay. grow and and become you know better yoga mm-hmm. instructors. And it's called start, stop, keep. So start, things stop, to start keep. doing, okay. things to stop doing, and things that that you are doing, you know, keep doing them. What is it? Start, stop, start, keep. stop, keep. And so I think something that would be really cool for the podcast is to, you know, to end your episodes with start, stop, keep, you know, Mm. what types of things, you know, so, you know, after this episode, are there some things that you're thinking about that you could start? CJ is not here, but we will start today. (laughs) So what am I going to start? Start, stop, and keep. <laughs> what am I going to stop? Well, <laughs> so what do I don't want to stop? <laughs> no, I'm going to stop spending before I get it. <laughs> Listen, I have a gold budget, I mean, gold taste with a sardine budget. Listen. 
I know, I know about that. I know about that caviar taste on the fish stick budget. I know. Dude, I know. I'm a Leo. I know. And, and what I'm going to keep doing is keep loving the way that I love. That's right. Because I love the way I love. That's right. And uh, so I'm tossing to you. What are you going to start, stop, and keep? So I am going to. I'm going to start being. I would say I'm going to start being more intentional about even more intentional about giving myself, giving myself what I need when I'm not, when I'm not feeling my best as mm-hmm. opposed to just resigning to the feeling <laughs> and just, I'm not saying to not feel, I'll still feel the feelings, but I'm not just going to sit there by the campfire and continue to cry about it, but really and truly interrogate those feelings and get intentional about, you know, moving forward from them so that that doesn't become something that hangs on. Um, so, yes, I'm going to start being more intentional about um, listening to what I need in, you know, in down moments. You know, when I'm, you know, when my vibrations are kind of low. Um, I'm going to stop. Oh, gosh. Cause a whole bunch of stuff I could stop. I could say stop overthinking, but I'll be 120 by the time that happens. It's a Leo thing. It's a Leo thing. It's a Leo thing. It's a Leo thing. I overthink too. We'll just say stop and we'll work. I'll on say it. stop. I need to stop playing myself small. Uh, yeah, that's a good one. I need to stop playing myself small because I I do have different ideas of things that I want to do. And I mean, you've been to my place before. You see all the essential oils and I got coconut oil and all these different things and different salts and things like that. I have a huge interest in bath and body type products and I like mixing um, essential oils. And I've just been like, well, no. You know, it's already so much stuff out there. But guess what? Bath and Body Works still thriving. All these other, you know, exactly. things Walmart, are still all so. Shit. Yeah. I'm gonna stop playing myself small. Um, Invest in yourself. And I am going to keep putting myself first. And on that note, everyone, <laughs> we gonna call it a night. I have enjoyed having my sister here as my co-host. Yeah, this is wonderful. The first lady of Pride, Love, and Ego Aww. podcast. I'm going to let ladies go first. You know, CJ always tries to take the ending from me. Yeah, I'm calling you out, nigga. <laughs> Fuck you, you're not here right now. So, <laughs> oh my so go ahead, Kendra, and let, us, let the people know where they can find you at. So, you can find me on Instagram at RuthsBaby73. That's at R-U-T-H-S-B-A-B-Y-7-3, all one word. All and right. you can also find me on Facebook under Kendra Bunny Tracks Gamble. Ooh. And you guys, you can follow me. Y'all already know. Clarence P uh, at A underscore man most worthy because that is what I am. Mm-hmm. Again, that is at A underscore man most worthy. And follow the, the uh, Pride, Love, and Ego podcast. Of course, that's why we're here and that's why you're here. Absolutely. It's the Pride, Love, and Ego podcast. On Instagram at Pride Love and Ego. Again, that's at Pride Love and Ego. We have some things in the works for y'all. Yep. Coming up, some amazing things. CJ will be back with us next week. Mm-hmm. My, uh, what a headache. 
<laughs> what a headache. But he'll be back, and nonetheless, we'll have a great time. Um, and don't forget, May is Masturbation Month. Go May is Masturbation Month. Go somewhere and love Bust yourself. that. What's Kendra don't like? Oh, bust that nut. Oh, my gosh. I can't stand that. But Bust that nut. Get that jacket off. Beat that meat. Or play go, with that lip. Go somewhere and love yourself. What? Real quick. We say but beat the meat, bust the nut. <laughs> what do y'all, what, what do women say? I mean, I know some, I know some women who say, you know, bust the nut. No, I mean like, y'all don't beat the meat, so. Y'all don't beat the meat. I don't know, What's shit. What y'all call it? I don't know, shit. Slap the lips? No, I mean, I. Playing patty cake? No. <laughs> green and square on this like i even say touch myself rub one out masturbate rub one love out, myself okay. i mean i like patty cake you know sexy time that's interesting patty cake but nah 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 listen though gosh <laughs> and don't come up in here because you ain't kid capri and these are not the wheels of school. Ah! Don't, be, don't be scratching on the pussy like <laughs> <laughs> good night y'all i love y'all <laughs> what and... a way to end <laughs> I love y'all and you know take care of yourselves and one another and pause stop play again you know share with a friend share with a friend share family with mama daddy share with them square ass niggas down in Tampa and Duval County <laughs> share with the enemy hell they need share help with too the enemy. Yeah, you know, we dropped some really good gems tonight and I appreciate y'all listening in every week and tuning in um, and God bless you God keep you and this brother and this sister is out. Peace. Bye.